Hey everyone, what's up? It is the Vikings post-game report. I'm Wabi, joined by Chris Corso. We're on the field at U.S. Bank Stadium following a 38-20 Vikings victory over the Philadelphia Eagles. The Vikings move to 4-2 in a game where the Vikings offense sort of had to go without Dalvin Cook, Chris, because the Eagles did a good job of neutralizing him. Not Dalvin's best day production-wise, but the Vikings offense found a way to get it done. Kirk Cousins through the air, 333 yards, four touchdowns, a pick that wasn't his fault. Stephon Diggs on fire. Adam Thielen got another touchdown. Good day for the Vikings offense. Yeah, I'd say so. My biggest takeaway is everyone thinks we were just going to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. That was the big knock on the Vikings at the beginning of the year. Well, guess what? When a team's missing a bunch of their cornerbacks, we throw the ball, and we threw the ball a lot. And I think it might have been Kirk Cousins' best game I can remember as a Viking in one of the biggest games he had to come and play, and he got the job done. Yeah, it was all good here at U.S. Bank Stadium. Take a listen to a victorious Vikings locker room after the game. Offense, hell of a way to start. We go down and score four touchdown passes. Uh, hell of a day, good protection, way to run the football, right? Defensively, we uh, fought our balls off all day, right? Special teams, we had uh, we stopped the fake, uh, the fake field goal there, right? That's a hell of a job, all right? We need to clean up the mistakes that we made today, and we need to go on the road beat Detroit, all right? It's a big, big division game on the road. All right, that was head coach Mike Zimmer breaking it down with his players after the game. Here's Mike Zimmer breaking it down with the media after the game. Okay, I thought it was a good team win today. Um, you know, I thought we played with a lot of passion, a lot of heart. Uh, it's good to see uh, the offense move the ball like they did, um, starting out the starting out the ball game. Then we had another long drive uh, late in the third quarter that that helped. Um, I thought defensively we played uh, for the most part pretty well. We had a couple miscues in there, but uh, uh, overall I was pleased with uh, the way we came out and fought. You know, got close there for a little bit, and uh, defensively we came out and fought like crazy and. And, uh, and then offense, we went back out and scored again. So I thought that was a, a good, uh, really good win. And um, we threw it 29 times, not 10. So everybody can be happy now. And uh, so anyway, questions? Mike, in those 29 throws, you see some really good accuracy from Cousins just to kind of keep the chains moving and then on the touchdown. Yeah, I thought, number one, I thought the protection was pretty darn good today. Uh, he was sacked once, but... Uh, when he when he did get a little bit of pressure, he moved in the pocket. Uh, he made some great throws, um, whether it was on the move or out of the pocket. Um, you know, he completed 22 passes, so he's pretty darn good today. What did you see that on those long balls that you guys thought you could beat the Eagles on some of those long passes today? Uh, you know, just uh, sometimes the way they play their coverages. Yeah, that was big because, uh, you know, there was, I'm sure there was a lot of doubt in the stadium because they're a very explosive team. And, uh, but uh, we came out and, and uh, I think, I can't remember if it was, they punted on third and it was fourth down, fourth and long or something. They had to punt the ball. Maybe that was when we sacked them. I'm not sure. Did you expect to see a lot of those plays without a single high safety up top in the Eagles? Well, they, you know, people try to stop the run, so they're going to try and get the extra guy down in the box quite a bit. So um, they probably didn't play as much 
when they had the corner come back today, they probably didn't play as much of their inverted coverage today that they had been playing, but they went back to pretty much what, what they usually do. Mike, did you like the way you were still able to run the ball, especially to the outside on those pitch plays? Yeah, I thought we had some good runs in there today. Um, you know, there was a couple negatives, but uh, most most of the time um, we we had positive yardage in, on the run. So, you know, when you do that, um, it starts to, you know, tighten things up where you can get some balls over the top. What was the key to stopping that? It's like Kendrick's really dialed in on third downs. Uh, I had like four or five stops. Yeah, we, well, we had... Uh, you know, we work really hard on the third downs. Um, we haven't been great on, they are very, very good on third and up to about four or five. They're really good. And uh, so we had, we, we had to change a few things up today to try to, to, try to eliminate some of those. But Eric's a, Eric's a really good football player. Um, he understands what we're trying to do defensively. And, you know, the guys we're trying to take away and the guys we're trying to add extra coverage to. Um, he did have a couple miss mischiefs I guess early in the you know on the ball of Jeffries caught over the middle he came out of coverage and there was one other when he came out of coverage so we had to settle him down and get back into um, playing like he normally plays you well yeah the, and they ran it earlier for a first down so um, you know, we typically get the if, – if you're a good blitzing team, they, you typically get some of those things anyway. You know, that's a lot of teams' answers, a wide receiver screen. They did against us uh, last year. Uh, they did it in the championship game. So, you know, we kind of thought we might get some of those. What were the keys to stopping the fake field goal there late in the first half? Uh, being on your guy. I mean, it's not, it's not real complicated. In terms of the offense the last couple of weeks, do you think it is more just executing what you've been doing better, or have you tried to make some adjustments to what you're doing to, to get things going a little bit? Uh, I don't think I don't think uh, we've made a lot of adjustments. I think we're we're executing better. Um, you know, I think uh, the mixture of the run, the play action pass, uh, moving the pocket, getting inside runs, outside runs, I think all those things add to uh, what we're doing. And I, I think, the, you know, the coaches do a good good job of scheming. And then, uh, um, you know, the, the more that you have success at one, typically you can have success at the other. Before, there were times when it seemed like you were often giving up more points on the first drive of the game. This game, obviously, you didn't. Was there a difference in your approach that, that changed that? No, not really. I mean, I mean, if you, I think if you look at the stats, we're, we've been really good in the second half and not quite as good in the first half. But each game's different. You know, we go into a game with a plan and try to figure out what's the best way to stop them. And you hope that you get a three and out the first one, especially at home. But uh, it doesn't always happen. We got, you know, we play good players. They're good. They're a good football team now. It's, Wentz is a good player. Ertz is a great player. Um, Jeffries obviously is really good. Uh, Howard is a load, um, you know, and they got Cox inside and Graham. Those two guys are, are a handful. Jenkins, the, the safety, is a really good football player. So, um, you know, it's they're a good team. Reef got got hurt and has stayed out ankle. Is that what the yeah. problem is? And is there an update on him? Mm -hmm. 
Mike, what did you see out of Diggs today that allowed him to have such a big uh, impact on offense? You know, um, not really anything different than he normally does. Uh, he he got the ball a few more times. They, you know, they left him singled a few times, and uh, and like I said earlier, you know, they they had, you know. The safety came out of the middle a few times and gave us some opportunities. So, um, you know, when you do that, and, and Kirk made a great, you know, one catch was a great catch, but Kirk made a great throw on it too. Did you guys go into this game thinking you could hit him with a couple of uh, deep ones? Well, we always have some deep ones in there. You know, it's protection first. You got to make sure you can protect. And, you know, if a team is doing that, then you got an opportunity to hit some down the field. Uh, but you got to protect, and, you know, most of them are coming off of play action. How did you feel about the play? How did you feel about the play of the offensive line, considering you didn't have Klein and didn't have Reef for much of the game? Yeah, they did well. I thought uh, uh, Rashad came in and did well, and you know those guys battled. Their defensive line is a team that's going to come off the ball and attack you, and we have. And like I said during the week, we're going to have to come out and attack them, and I thought we did that well. Why you, you feel like you were more aggressive in this game just because of their tendencies to be so aggressive, or was that just? No, we wanted to be aggressive, but I don't, you know, the game the game dictates how aggressive you can be. And, um, you know, we thought we had in the way that they're playing the game and things like that. So it just, it honestly just depends. The record for Cousins coming into this game against teams with winning records have been terrible. Did he turn a corner with this game? And what did you do to, was it a mind thing, do you think, why he had so much trouble in games against winning teams? Blind thing? Was he cycled? Did he need more confidence? Uh, I don't know. Maybe that linebacker popped off, ticked him off. Uh, Honestly, I mean, so he beat Philadelphia last year. I don't know if they had a winning record at the time, but they had a winning record at the end of the season. So, you know, these stats that everybody's throwing out is just, there's a lot of football left. So, we just play them when they're on the schedule, and hopefully we win. So. Delvin Cook seemed to struggle in previous games with pass protection. This game, he picked up a couple of like defensive back blitzes. Zero blitzes, yeah. Yeah. How how do you kind of see his growth as a pass protector? Good. I think he's good. Yeah, he didn't have a good game a couple games ago in protection, but he's he's a good protector. He's tough. The way you've jumped on the three opponents that have come in here this year with with pretty big early leads. You know, how much of that do you attribute to? home field advantage, just kind of shocking teams in the first few drives? Well, I think we have great fans here, and, and they're loud, and it, I think that helps. Um, but we got to go out and play good, and so and typically we've played pretty good at home. Um, you know, in the six years that I've been here, our record at home is pretty darn good. So um, we just need to continue to do that, and we got to do it on the road next week. Two uh, big gains to Sanders. Were those just bad angles taken by the linebackers, or were they? Excuse me? The two big games to say. Yeah, well, one was a poor call by me, um, the first one. And then the second one, they kind of picked him a little bit. And so we, we, um, he had to take a different angle. And so we'll be all right. All right. So Mike Zimmer, I think he's happy with his team's effort, but I think he also knows there are things he can clean up. And the Vikings are going to have to do that to get ready for the Detroit Lions. A guy who had a very clean performance was quarterback Kirk Cousins. He also met with reporters after the game. On second and goal, Cousins to the end zone, Thielen! Touchdown! (laughs) 
in a game all season. Cousins first down going deep for Diggs. He makes the catch. Stephon Diggs. Touchdown. 62 yards. Play action. Cousins. Diggs. He's got it. Touchdown. 51 yards. Play action. Cousins to the end zone. It is Diggs. His third touchdown today. I'll just start by saying a really positive day. Uh, great to uh, stay aggressive all the way through the game and, um, you know, to have positive drives, long drives, you know, aside from the interception at the end of the half and then the drive where we had some penalties that set us back. I think we were able to move the ball pretty effectively throughout the day, run and pass. Um, great to have explosive plays. I think we had a, a number of guys who made explosive plays for us today, which is great to be able to spread it around. And um, I thought we protected really well. Um, and I thought our coaching staff had a great plan and, uh, and called a game that kept us in rhythm and I think probably kept their defense a little bit off balance. I think that's a really good football team we, we played today. Uh, I think on both sides of the ball, they're really strong and um, uh, have a lot of respect for them. So really pleased with our effort and the production we had. And uh, the key is just to continue to string them together. And, and you know, you hit the reset button and you kind of dump this bucket out now and get back to work tomorrow on, you know, the next one and, and start from scratch. So with that, I'll take any questions you have. Kirk, you mentioned uh, keeping them off balance. You did that with a lot of misdirection, a lot of reverses today. Yeah, I think, again, it was an aggressive, creative game plan. And uh, credit, you know, Kevin for uh, the way he, he just kind of kept it um, unpredictable, like you said, with misdirection, a couple reverses, you know, I think we were very multiple in the way we moved the ball today and uh, and much of it was effective. And, and I think it was great to have positive plays on first and second down to stay in um, situations where we were ahead of the chains. And uh, we didn't have many third downs today. Um, you know, we handled the one early on third and long. But other than that, you know, I think it was pretty uneventful. And um, you know, I think that says a lot about our first and second down offense being effective. Zimmer said that maybe that linebacker popping off ticked you off, did it? So I just found out about it like 20 minutes ago. Dan Graziano um, talked to me on the field and mentioned it. I didn't even know what he said. I really do um, you know, stay ignorant, not read anything, and that's for my best interest. But uh, uh, Zach was a teammate in Washington. He's one of the better linebackers I've played with or against. have a lot of respect for him. And uh, um, you know, if you're trying to write a story about how it was a motivator this week, it, it wasn't because I didn't know about it. So you know, again, I say ignorance is Ignorance is bliss. I just put my head down and, and work and prepare the same way every week and um, uh, you know, not try to ride the roller coaster. And um, you know, I think we stood up here a few weeks ago after week one and said, you know, we, we, we played the game that was called. And uh, today we played the game that was called. And they were very different games. It was called very differently for, for different reasons. And you play the game that's called, and the outcome is what the outcome is. But uh, uh, you know, you play the game that's called, and, and today it was an aggressive one where we got a lot of opportunities to throw the football. Did some of the injuries that they had in their secondary kind of give you more of an emphasis to want to get the deep ball game going? Not really. I, I respect, uh, you know, Douglas and, and Sidney Jones, and, you know, Craig was here, and he's a great player. And 
Uh, I mean, Malcolm Jenkins is a pro bowler. Uh, McLeod's a great player. There's a free safety. I've played against him many times. So, um, you know, you can go down that whole defense and name names. And I feel like, you know, they have great players across the board. When you get out of roll, are you more apt to try some passes that maybe you wouldn't have tried before? Uh, no, I think my reads are what they are. I mean, we go through them all week long, you know, Saturday night for the, you know, it feels like the seventh time, talk through my reads on every play, third down, red zone, first and second down, footwork, you know, whether it's a pure progression, a shell read, whatever it may be. And, um, you know, whether it's first first quarter, fourth quarter, 50 attempts, two attempts, I stick to that read progression and uh, and really treat that as like my Bible on the field, if you will, and that that's what I lean on. When they cut the deficit to 24, to 20 after being down yeah. uh, 24 to 3. What was the urgency of yeah. the next drive to try to make it a two-possession game? Again? Yeah, I appreciate you bringing that up, Chris, because uh, that was a key moment in the game. Um, I could feel the momentum slipping. Momentum's a big part of football. And um, when you win 38 to 20, whatever it was, uh, you forget about that moment where it could have gone the other way. And I think it, it was um, crucial that our offense was able to grab some momentum back, move the football. And, uh, and get points and, and then pile it on from there. And so um, that was a big moment. And, and to be able to stand up and respond was a really good thing for our team to do. Kirk, is it almost head scratching uh, playing so poorly in Chicago and then two weeks in a row over 450 yards of offense? Um, you know, sometimes it just comes down to, you know, it's not your week. It's any given Sunday and, and you never know what's going to happen week to week. So you just, you know, each week you start from scratch and you, and you, you know, work as hard as you can, play as well as you can, and, and if it doesn't go your way, it doesn't go your way, and you and you hit the reset button, and uh, you do it 16 times, and then see where you're standing. So, I uh, played long enough to know that anything can happen, and um, and so you just, you know, keep going, keep 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 keep, keep working. The second defensive front about their defensive line is so good. And, yes. And your offensive line seemed to really hold up today, especially when it, when it came time to give you pass protection. Yes, I think uh, I think they did a great job in pass protection. You know, we took a few seven-step drops, both in the play action and in the drop back. And um, you know, you could feel the front, you could feel them coming. They were, um, and they did get a sack on us. But uh, we were able to get the ball out, and people were open, and they made great plays. And um, uh, you know, it just kind of came together today. On your second touchdown to Diggs, you had BC on the right side wide open as well. How did that play call? produce, you know, two open receivers downfield? Well, I think they would tell you they probably busted the coverage. You know, I don't think they wanted to defend it that way. Um, you know, I think the corner looked like was probably expecting help over the top on, on Diggs. And then uh, I think the safety, you know, whatever he was doing, cutting the, the crosser by, I think it was Rudy. Um, you know, if he's flat-footed, he's expecting somebody else to be backing him up. So I think they probably would tell you that something with you know, signals got crossed there. Um, but yeah, we looked at the picture and you could see you had, you know, BC on the far post and you had Diggsy on the takeoff and both of them were there. How important was it for this team to get Diggs going to our yard receiving games last three? You know, I, I just want to win. Um, if it means Dalvin gets going, if it means Rudy gets going, I don't, I don't really care who gets going. I just want to win. And uh, the way to win today, with the plays that were called was to, you know, give him opportunities. But at the same time, you go where coverage takes you. If that safety's in the deep post on that touchdown and if the corner, you know, is playing on top of Diggsy, the ball goes to Rudy or the ball goes, you know, to Hammer. I mean, Hammer said he's waiting, for, he's thinking he's going to get the ball, you know, uh, underneath. So you go where your reads take you. And when coach calls the play, he's not saying, hey, get it to Diggsy. He's saying, read it out. And if anything, he's saying, you know, don't be afraid to take the check down. Don't force it. So 
when the way coverage played today, you know, it gave Diggs some chances. And we missed a post at the end of the half. You know, he probably could have had four. Um, that was there for the taking, and that ball was a little overthrown. And um, also, Adam Thielen could have had a second one today. And I thought the throw was what prevented it from happening. You know, you could say he's got to get two feet down, but he got pushed out. The ball hung up in the air too long. And if that ball gets up and down, um, you know, he's got a chance to score too. So, you know, I feel like we left some out there as well. But because we were able to keep going and be productive, you know, it didn't come back to haunt us. All right, Chris, the Vikings defense also also played very well today. They had some big plays. They had turnovers. They had sacks. They pressured a young quarterback just like they always do at home. I think they really set the tone early, um, and so did the offense, obviously. But speaking of the defense, Everson Griffin gets his second interception of his long career on a tip ball. That was a great play um, on a fake field goal attempt um, in the second in the first, to finish off the first half, so that was that was one of the plays that really stood out to me. The Vikings defense still has not allowed more than 21 points in a game. They allowed 20 to the Eagles today. The Vikings defense just playing, just on fire through six games this season. Love watching them play. Daniel Hunter had another sack today. Awesome uh, call by the Vikings um, defensive coaching staff on the Mackenzie Alexander, Eric Kendricks blitz in the second half. That was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I thought it was a, a, another good performance by the Vikings on special teams as well. Um, really kind of a well-rounded win for the Minnesota Vikings. Now, coming up next is the nemesis of Chris Corso. The Vikings play The Vikings play the Detroit Lions next. Now, we're going to get to watch that the the Lions next game before we play them because they play Monday night against the Packers. Yeah, so a short week for the Lions as they get ready to host us next Sunday. So between now and then, though, you need to stay tuned to Vikings.com. We will get you ready for the game. The Vikings and Lions will have all the preview um, content that we can come up with. We'll send it to you. Also, make sure you stay tuned to Vikings.com the rest of today and tomorrow as we recap and rehash an exciting Vikings win over the Philadelphia Eagles. Again, the Vikings win 38-20. to They are now 4-2, and and they have a division game next week. It's the Detroit Lions. Lots of good stuff and good vibes here at U.S. Bank Stadium. That's going to do it for the post-game report today. On behalf of Chris Corso, I'm Wabi signing off for now. Skull Vikings. Skull Vikings.